Hello and welcome to Young Nostalgia, the podcast that takes a trip down memory lane from two guys that never lived it. I'm Nolan and beside me is Ben and today is a very wonderful time as we have one of our best friends, um, Kyle, Kyle with us here in the studio um, to, to talk about some of our favorites um, of Star Wars and we thank you so much for joining us as we talk about our passion for the past as well as being young at heart. So this episode is actually very special because I have traveled... 800 miles to be able to see these two uh, these two wonderful gentlemen, and we're finally in the same room to record our podcast, and it's been over six months since we've had the opportunity to do this. Yeah, the whole time we've been across the country making it work, so yeah. this is nice. We're so excited, especially to have one of our best friends, Kyle. Um, as we just got done watching uh, Star Wars Episode Eight, The Last Jedi, we're loving to talk about it and um, let you guys know our feelings as well as uh, you know some shortcomings that we feel. Um, might have come, but also the good things as well. So, spoiler alert, we will let you know when the episode is taking a turn towards uh, more information than you should know if you haven't seen uh, Star Wars Episode Eight. Anyway, before getting into things, um, for your Christmas and winter shopping needs, you've heard us talk about it throughout the month of December, check out Cozy Knits by Real Big Stitch. That's Cozy Knits by Real Big Stitch. That's Real Big Stitch, R-E-E-L, Big Stitch. Um, and uh, she makes handmade, handcrafted, um, knitted knitted crafts for for all of your <laughs> gift needs for Christmas um, or, or any friends. Um, she actually, Emily, long-time listener to Young Nostalgia, she started her shop on Etsy back in 2014, and she's been awesome listening to us since the beginning, and it's great to have her uh, support us as well as support her. So check out her store, uh, Cozy Knits, on Etsy. She makes beanies, scarves, reusable coffee sleeves, as well as handcrafted items for your house of Harry Potter. Um, check her out. Um, her, her shop is on Etsy. If you just search Real Big Stitch, you'll be able to find her. For being listeners to Young Nostalgia, uh, at checkout, uh, type in Young Nostalgia, all uppercase, no spaces. That's Young Nostalgia, all uppercase, no spaces. And you receive 10% off your order for the holidays. Without further ado, this is episode 23, our last Jedi review, quote-unquote. Um, so we're going to start off with some introductions. You guys haven't really met Kyle yet. Um, so Kyle's sitting right here next to us. Um, he's been a great friend with us throughout college, um, and it's great to have him here on our show. So, Kyle, how are you? I'm doing great, guys. I'm glad to be here. Glad to be on your show. I'm glad I got you to do this with you. Yeah, I know. Cool. Yeah, we love you. it. Ben, how are you doing, man? I guess I should uh, say hi, see how you're doing. Oh, it's been a great day. It's nothing but friends and Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> and, and beer. Plenty yes, of beer. and beer, and beer. You can't beat it. <laughs> um, all right, so... I guess we'll kind of just jump in, um, talk about Star Wars. We on our uh, was the third episode total of Young Nostalgia. Mm-hmm. Um, we talked about Ben and I's favorite Star Wars uh, movies, as well as you know just the overall atmosphere of what Star Wars has become. So since we haven't heard from Kyle, Kyle, talk to us about um, your favorite Star Wars movie. I don't know which one would be actually my favorite, but if I had to pick one, I should go with the original because it's the original. Um, but like I would turn turns with the order that I would watch them, I would just go one, two, three, four, five, six. He's one of those people. I am one of those people. <laughs> oh, you wouldn't watch them in order? I would do I would watch them four, five, six. Oh. What? He, so you're telling me you would watch one, two, three, four, five, six? Well, I would obviously prefer four, five, and six in that order alone. I but think, if yeah. But if I'm watching them all, I gotta watch them in chronological in Star Wars time. Yeah. 
I'm just gonna That's walk. I I, I'm just gonna walk out. <laughs> of I, I'm pinned against these two guys and their ideas, but uh, for me, I would definitely watch four, five, six. One, two, three. I'm gonna have but, to rethink this friendship. Okay, well, you know what? You can talk then. <laughs> should, go, go, what go. about like three and a half? In there, three and a half. Well, there's Rogue One. Yep, which Rogue is, One that uh, talks about like uh, three and a half, isn't it? Yeah, I don't know where I would put that one. I would have to go one, two, three, three and a half, four, five, six. <laughs> yeah, I would probably have to just go chronological. With I mean, I, that's just how I work. That's how my brain works. Yeah, so. I would have to agree because it fits in perfectly. I mean, it's you know, it's not like they made the whole thing as like a flashback or you know anything like that. It it you know it takes place in that time period, so you'd have to fit it in there into chronological order. I don't know, man. My love <laughs> just sticks with the original, the OG, and I can't oh. I can't help but watch those first and then go back because. I mean, it's it's the way it was meant to be watched. Yeah, I mean, I, I do. I if 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 I have to choose three Star Wars and the rest of them are just gone, destroyed forever, I would obviously keep four, five, and six. But that being said, I my I, I have like this selective OCD that will not let me watch them out of order, unless they're just on TV and I fall into it. I'm like, well, I'm sucked in now. Yeah. But. Well, we're going to move on. We all know I'm right. Um, so if you had to pick one episode, Ben, what would be your episode go-to? Four. Okay. All right. All right. I, I, I respect that. Actually, going back, I actually liked um, Rogue One. Three and a half. It was pretty good. Rogue One was very well done. Yeah, it was, it was great. It was pretty good. Um, I'd have to say, so Kyle's favorite episode is Rogue One. We'll 3.5. Rogue One. Okay. All right. Ben has episode four. four. Um <laughs> that's an old hope all right um and mine has to be episode five empire strikes back for sure um i mean we can we're gonna dive into this a little bit more but i am a stickler on character development and understanding you know where these characters are at now and mm-hmm. that's what i feel like empire strikes back does a really good job that's at. true they do a really good job for having viewers buy into characters mm-hmm. i can see that and new hope a little bit they kind of you kind of have to hit the ground run a little bit they kind of thrust you right into the, the plot universe. and character, and you know that's fine. It makes for a, a good movie, just picking up like that. Mm-hmm. But I can see what you're saying, whether you do like the the character development a little bit more. All right, so we've got you know a little bit of background for you guys getting to know Kyle. Uh, obviously, you know Ben and I, but uh, <laughs> this is just a disagreement. We just have to settle on. We'll hope they know you by now. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, let's get into the meat and uh, meat and potatoes of why we're here. Um, so we just got done watching Star Wars Episode Eight: The Last Jedi. And uh, we're going to let you know with a point in the show where spoilers are coming. And that's mm-hmm. mainly when it comes to the why we're talking about the bad aspects of the movie. Mm-hmm. But right now, let's give our overall rating, 1 to 10. How'd you feel? Kyle, what do you think? Uh, with 10 being the best movie ever, if you will. Um, <laughs> well, best ever of the Star Wars. We'll go that. Right, right. I would probably 7-ish. <laughs> seven, seven give or take one rating. I, I think Kyle found his following. Um, his his uh, his true call in life is a movie critic. Yeah. Seven ish. I think Kyle's got about a ten percent error margin. On it, so <laughs> I do. It's, uh, it's seven, a anywhere seven, in there. Yeah. Seven give or take one. Okay. Okay. <laughs> All right, Ben. What do you think? All right. Well, like Kyle said, if number if ten is the best Star Wars, so. A New Hope would be 10, <laughs> um, as, you know, kind of a benchmark. Yeah. Uh, I would I would say I have to go with 7 as well, because okay. it goes 4 is 10, 5 is 9, 6, I'm getting all screwed up here, 6 is 8, and then this one would be 7. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's, if, that's right. Like, Noah's now, head's about to explode. <laughs> <laughs> now, listeners, if you could follow whatever Ben just said, the, 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 the bottom line is that he rated a 7 out of 10 for episode. That's a solid 7. There's no, no error on it. No ish. Yeah. Um, okay, for me, uh, 10 being The Empire Strikes Back, of course. I mean, wrong. obvious stories. Um, I would give episode 8, I'm going to be pinned against the wall by these two again, I'd probably give it about 5 and a half. <clears throat> Five and a half to six, depending on what okay. scene you're watching. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't know. That's kind of a sliding scale on that one. Okay, I pulled the Kyle. That, that, that's not like my scale. <laughs> yeah. Anywhere from a six to an eight. He was more on specific on it, though. So. Yeah. That's true. Okay. <laughs> anyway, so we got Kyle with a seven, Ben with a seven, and uh, Nolan, who's always right, with a, about a 5.5. Okay. <laughs> so let's get into what we really enjoyed about the movie overall. Um, so good aspects that we kind of drummed up when we were going through kind of a discussion-based episode when it came to this, mm-hmm. um, just because it's three of us here and, and we like to talk freely. So good aspects that we kind of came up with was, number one, quality. They do a very good job when it comes to movie making. Um, you know, the scenes were dr- dramatic to a point. Um, mm-hmm. Quality was great. Um, there was nothing that really made you wince at like this is just terrible editing this is terrible anything like that so what do you guys think you know for no matter how we disagree on you know plot and decisions that were made in the film no matter what it was it was done extremely well so even if it was a scene that we didn't like at all it was done fantastically um just the overall quality i think was great Mm -hmm. yeah i felt very cinematic um in terms of like watching a very beautiful film, it felt like to me, anyways. You're making me tear up, Kyle. <laughs> I'm getting into this teary up words, but you know, yeah, it felt well made, well put together, um, mm-hmm. well thought out. <laughs> uh, well, you know, I, 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 you know, I totally, I'm on the same boat as you guys in this one, so I'm not in the corner. Yet. Uh, yeah, I'm right not now. in the corner yet. Yeah. Uh, don't put Nolan in the corner. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> no one puts Nolan in the corner. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I, I really did. I enjoyed the quality um, cinematic-wise like Kyle brought up. I mean, it's storytelling. They did they did a good job storytelling. Um, mm-hmm. Now, did we agree with the story 100%? Maybe not all of us. but yeah. We'll get to that later. We'll get to that <laughs> yeah. later. But, you know, we'll kind of talk in circles. But, yeah, they did a good job with the camera angles. Um you know, the kind of emotions that they put in certain aspects of the film, they did a good job. Mm-hmm. So. I agree. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, another thing that we really talked about was how it kind of played back to the originals as far as the CGI and the special effects goes. Yeah. Um, they were very high quality, and there, there was a lot of CGI to this movie, don't get me wrong. But especially characters that were in the movie, some new and some kind of a throwback to old movies, um, they really had kind of the puppet feel that the old ones had. There was the, you know, the kind of the the herky jerkiness. It wasn't as much, but they still kind of added that in there, and just the look of them had this very physical, hard Muppet kind of feel to them, and yeah. it was. I thought it was great because. In past years, Star Wars has gone way over the top on CGI. And, you know, they've put way too much of it in, and it's been really bad. Mm -hmm. It's been very noticeable CGI. When you watch it, you can clearly tell, like, Mm -hmm. oh, that was CGI'd in. It wasn't like 
oh, that was a puppet with a little bit of CGI, or that was just straight up a puppet. You could tell mm-hmm. that it was CGI. Right. Mm-hmm. And what I liked about this is that, you know, it is CGI. You, you're not fooling anyone. Why would you use puppets <laughs> in a modern movie? Yeah. But it's how they, they went back and they made it have the old original um, New Hope to feel it. to it. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, I, I, you know, I, I agree with you guys. I think, I think you're spot on, um, especially when you talked about old characters making um, a show up in this film. I think they did a really good job at that, mm-hmm. um, especially you know bringing us back to the original um, episode five of Empire Strikes Back. They, they did a really good job implementing um, that feel of, of the first time we, we were we met the character or oh, the yeah. characters. The first time we met them, it brought us back to that moment. Um, and how they portrayed him. Yeah, it wasn't just the physical traits. It was their kind of personality. That You know, there's a couple characters that that we've seen early on and then make a, a reoccurrence here, and they were pretty dynamic across the moves that they were in, but they they took them back to the original Star Wars um, personality that these characters has. That that's kind of what they're known for, and, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. people don't yeah. kind of look down on that later. Um, you, you see it a lot in Episode Five. Yes, um, they do. <laughs> they do. They do. Oh, yeah. Gee, I wonder why Nolan liked number five. Jeez. Oh, oh, uh, okay, so uh, good aspects that we talked about, including old characters, um, and we'll talk about this. I mean, take it as you may. Uh, you know, if you start listening to this part of the conversation a little bit and think it's a spoiler, feel free to turn it off and come back and listen after you see the movie. Yeah, but might, we might start into some spoilers. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. It might slip. Yeah, we're going to try not to give too much away, but some of the stuff, it's just inevitable. If we're going to talk about it, it's yeah. going to be pretty obvious what's yeah. going on. Yeah, but yeah, for, so. for definitely, when we talk about the bad aspects, turn it off. If you haven't seen the seen this movie, Episode 8 yet, mm-hmm. turn it off and then come back and listen to the bad aspects. But last good aspect that we came up with um, as a summary was the conflict between Kylo Ren, Rey, and Supreme Leader Snoke. Now, we don't feel like it's much of a spoiler because everyone saw this coming. It was going to happen. Yeah, um, even without the trailers, you could pretty much tell this in star, classic Star Wars fashion. This there was going to be a conflict. There. Yeah. So yeah, and they did a very good job. Like I thought, out of the entire film, this scene when they all came together was probably the most well done, most dramatic, and viewers buying into the experience. Like I didn't know what was going to happen next. I didn't know who was going to say what, what was going to happen, and I thought it. Like, it pulled together perfectly. Like, this is what we've been waiting for. Um, obviously, we'll talk a little bit more about it with where, where shortcomings and, mm-hmm. and um, you know, answers being given. But I thought this scene was fantastic. Yeah, and I like that it was kind of twisty like that. You knew that the overall conflict was going to be there, but it was hard to predict. And that's kind of something Star Wars has... I don't really want to say struggled with because I don't know that it's necessarily a bad thing, but it's very predictable. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. always the good versus bad. You know, this person, you, know, you can kind of tell what's going to happen in the end, but this one, it, it really wasn't like that at all, which is refreshing. Yeah. Yeah, I feel the same. I feel like it was, you know, watching it, you weren't exactly sure who was going to do what or when what was going to happen. Um, so it was good to keep you on the edge of your seat. Definitely. Yeah, it was it was good. They, they did very well in the whole... I mean, like, 
it's almost like you put the viewers in that spot where you can cut the air with a lightsaber and it'll, 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 it'll be solid, you know. Um, it's, it's one of those. Oh, sorry, sorry. You've, you've had a few sometimes too. Oh, there was a there was that last show where I had way too many. Like, I'm sorry. No, but they they did a very good job when it came to the the drama um, and the storytelling of that entire scene. Um, yeah, we're, we're trying to steer away from giving any spoilers away with the good aspects because. The good aspects, if you haven't seen it, should make you want to go see it. Oh, so, of course. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. Do you guys have anything else that you like to add um, in terms of what you really enjoyed about Episode Eight? You know, kind of the main thing is just it's another Star Wars movie. Go see it. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's true. Um, yeah. Star Wars is Star Wars. It's just nice to be back in the universe of their world, at least, you know. Mm-hmm. Um and it's not a prequel kind of deal. Yeah, you know? and I like that it's continuing on. It's not going back in time again. We're, we're continuing the story outward. We're growing. Um, I like that. I like mm-hmm. that. Honestly, I'd like to see less prequels. Just keep it growing out. I agree. Expanding forward with the line rather than going backwards. It's great to go back and you know fill in some holes. But like from here on out, I feel like it just needs to keep going forward. I like that. Yeah. But, you know, and I hope this doesn't send us on a tangent. And, well, I mean, that's kind of what our Star Wars episodes are all about anyway. But, that being said, I really hope they don't take it too far. True. Like, I will say that, yeah. Like, we don't want them to wash it out. We don't want them yeah. to milk it too much. I never want to be, I never want to have the mentality where I'm like, really, another Star Wars movie? Yeah. I don't ever want to be over it. Yep. I, Yep. And and I'll bring in Harry Potter. I really like Harry Potter. But, like, with Harry <laughs> Potter, for me, at least, I don't want it to go too far. Like, the seven is good, you know? And then they had the Cursed Child thing, and that was a little too far. So I, I can feel that mm-hmm. with Star Wars as well. Mm-hmm. You know, it's good to keep it growing, but to an extent. Mm-hmm. You don't want to, you know, milk it so much that it dies. Yeah, there's I mean, been... Then, then it's just it's boring to watch. You don't even want to watch it anymore. But, right. like, yeah. I'm with you on that one. There's been so many movie series that they have just run into the ground. Yep. And it, you know, the the original and the original, maybe the first couple are still really good movies, but you just don't feel like watching them because you're you're just tired of it. You're tired of hearing about it. You know, there's it seems they're just really grasping for plot for if it's a funny movie, they're trying way too hard for jokes, that sort of thing. And I that's kind of a fear that I have is that they're going to end up wearing it out. Yeah. And as much as much as I totally agree with that, it is Star Wars, and I'm gonna throw I my know. money at it. I you mean, know. I probably <laughs> would too. We could but. be at Star Wars episode forty. And I'm like, well, another Star Wars, but I'm gonna go see it. <laughs> hey, Nolan, what are you doing? We'll be rolling up in our wheelchairs and our walkers, but hey, we'll probably still be there. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> what they better never do though is remake one of them. Oh man, that'd be awful. No, oh. I'd be checked Can out. Can you imagine? I would be checked out if they did that. Yeah, absolutely that would checked be, out. Yeah, that would... Oh. Okay, side note. I am sorry. We went on a tangent, but side, <laughs> side note before we get into the bad stuff. We talked earlier this week. Um, there has been leaks out there about... Uh, the, since like the relationship between Disney and Fox with owning the, light, the rights to oh, Star yeah. Wars, re-releasing yep. mm-hmm. the original unedited CGI added four, five, and six episodes of Star Wars. Like on Blu-ray DVD without like the weird George Lucas edits yeah and now i will throw as much money as i could possibly want at that thing oh yes i mean we just came back not even probably about an hour ago we watched the movie Uh uh-huh and for that to come out i am 
pee pants excited already. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I got to change right here. Yeah. You can change your pants right <laughs> Yeah, it's going to be fantastic. You know, not only the CGI, but none of the actual just film edits either. Mm-hmm. going to be totally theatrical release. What was in the theater will be on, well, in theory, in, according to the rumor, will be on the, the, the Blu-ray or DVD or whatever yep. it's going to be. Yeah. So Fingers crossed. Okay. Yeah. So let's let's get this show on the road. Um, let's talk about spoiler alerts. Oh yes, yes. That note real yeah. Thanks, Kyle. Okay, so right now at about twenty minutes into the podcast, if you have not seen episode eight, <laughs> The Last Jedi for Star Wars, turn it off now. Go see it. Come back. Listen to the second half. And make of the sure show. you come back. Yeah, yeah. Please come back because <laughs> we want to. You know, we want to talk to you guys about this. Give us your feedback. What you take away from what we feel the movie was, mm-hmm. and we, we want to know what you guys feel. A Twitter, right? Yeah, we have a Twitter and a Facebook. You'll find it and on our podcast. Just page. even by email. Email as well. I'd love to hear from some Star Wars fans. Definitely. Youngnostalgia2017 well, at gmail.com. Twitter would be neat because then everybody can uh, pitch in their ideas on a little thread. Oh, yeah, we should throw that email. Yeah, should. actually, you know what? Look out for Young Nostalgia on Twitter. We'll actually try and start a conversation, the whole 11 followers. Yeah, we'll see <laughs> if we can make this work. <laughs> anyway, right now at the podcast, spoiler alert, we're going to be getting into um, you know, the real meat and potatoes of what we thought the shortcomings were of episode 8. So take a break, come back, watch the movie, and we'll talk some more. Watch it right now. Watch it right now. Go. <laughs> what are you doing? Go watch it. <laughs> All right. Boys, let's bring it back in. Bad aspect. So when we kind of drummed up some of our ideas, what uh, we thought could have been improved, mm-hmm. um, number one aspect was plot. And then this is kind of the first thing that even brought up the conversation when we got in the car. It was mm-hmm. like those conversations that we need a mic in front of us to talk about this. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We, we, on the drive um, into record, we, we started going off on uh, how we feel. So let's start out with the plot. Um, and uh, you know, Ben can start off with what his thoughts were because – you know, our first bullet point is we felt like the, you know, for the most part, the entire movie was just kind of like a random stream of events. Right. And there, obviously, the, always the goal is take down the, uh, the take down the bad guys. The bad guys. Yeah. I've just kind of blanked <laughs> on the names of the guys. The uh, <laughs> first, order. first order, the first order, the empire, the anything. That's always the theme, obviously. But this one is. There was never really a set goal of what they were trying to do. They were never trying to blow up the Death Star. They were never trying to do any one big goal. They were just trying to, you know, escape and take down as much First Order as they could. Well, that's great and all, but then there was just a bunch of kind of side stories that little things going on here and there that were, it really was just a random string of events. Mm -hmm. And not necessarily bad, but it's, I don't know, it's, it's hard to you don't you you're less vested in the movie, you know. If you're kind of on the fence, you know, chances are you might not you might be teetering if you know if there's no plot to really latch onto. Yeah, like yeah. like I know we we kind of drummed up an idea of like the whole Finn and Rose subplot to go to the casino world and grab the decoder, which ended up ending up at nothing. Like they didn't accomplish anything. Usually, when you think mm-hmm. of a Star Wars, they come up with some elaborate idea. They put together some ragged way on how to complete it, and they actually complete it barely. But this time it was just a complete fail, and it felt like just a waste of time mm-hmm. the entire movie because they had this other plan from... Uh, well, and I'm thinking here, maybe the, the reason for the failure was to show, like, they can fail miserably at times, maybe. 
you know. Cause... Kyle, that just doesn't happen. That's not true. <laughs> you're right. You're right. Good guys never lose, right? <laughs> no, but, you know, maybe it's trying to keep a little bit of realism in there for that sense. Mm-hmm. Um, but going back on Ben's point with the whole random stream event, it does seem to tie together, though, I feel like, in the end. Mm-hmm. It does. I mean, watching throughout, you're like, okay, how's this going to tie together? Where are we tying together this? And then by the end, it, for the most part, I feel like it wrapped up mm-hmm. and ties them together. And I think going into the next movie, um, it'll definitely wrap it together for sure, I feel like. Yeah, but you know, you, you see a lot of that when there is a random string of events of consciousness kind of movie. Um, there's It seems like there's kind of smaller checkpoints along the way where, you know, this batch of stuff will wrap up. You know, then they'll move on, and then, you know, there'll be more branches, and then that batch of stuff will kind of wrap up. And this one, it kind of left you hanging on the whole time until everything, you're right, it did wrap up in the end, but, you know, it's kind of, they're, you know, getting towards the end of the movie, and I wasn't totally sure a lot of the stuff was really going to wrap up, or if they would leave us totally hanging mm-hmm. True, I the next maybe one. Yeah. it might be cliff, like, they would be, like, early cliffhangers leading mm-hmm. into the next movie. Yeah, because yeah. um, it does wrap it up, but, it, I mean, it's, like, then the last few minutes that it, Mm-hmm. Boom! I do. Together. I do feel like the first half of the movie is very slow. Like within yes. the hour of the last movie, a lot of stuff happens, and I also feel like there was no, there's no meat to you know the admiral that took over after Leia when she was unconscious because yeah, I mean, there was. Where the heck did she come from? Yeah, where did she come from? And then as well as she doesn't explain the plan to Poe, which brings in this whole subplot of Finn and Rose that, that was would... almost. Pointless. That would have been probably a good 40 minutes to the movie would yeah. have been not necessary at all had she just spoken up and said something. Yeah. Oh, okay, I understand. It adds drama. It adds, you know, stuff to the movie. But that on, on all parties, Poe was pretty aggressive in his actions. True. And she just, much, but. yeah, it would have taken one sentence being like, I got it. This is what we're doing. He's like, okay, sounds good. Yeah, you know, yeah, <laughs> yeah. they would have done it, and then it and they could have okay. concentrated more on like character development, yeah, or something like that. Yeah. Um, well, and since this is already a spoiler area, um, she does die, right? The admiral that took over. Yeah, the, yeah, the yeah. purple haired mm-hmm. girl. Yeah. She yep. does. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yes. Because I was thinking, well, maybe she was being a little bit of a jerk or whatever, a little bit like not telling because there would be some character development in the future world, but if she's gone, obviously there's no character development for that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And she actually, I mean, she did, We, I hated her at first. Okay. Yeah. She was terrible. Agreed. But then she turned out she was she was all cool, had a great plan, and it worked out good, and she ended up sacrificing herself in the end to, yep. you know, mm-hmm. save everyone. And yep. so she turned out to be great, but Which I, I think hated her at first. Which was a really cool moment in the movie. Yes. Like we mentioned that earlier before we started on mm-hmm. the show. Uh, when she went through light speed straight through, like, the entire First Order fleet, everything went quiet, and it was just, like, this beautiful... Just, Beautiful scene of the ships breaking in half, quiet. Just and like it's also a bit eerie sitting in the movie theater, not a sound mm-hmm. in the yeah. theater. Everybody's just dead silent watching this beautiful scene. Also, not really beautiful. Beautiful in a bad way. Well, I guess in a good way. Oh, it's the, the first guy. order getting blown up. That's true. Yeah. That was fantastic. <laughs> that's, that's true. It was an entirely beautiful scene of just ships just splitting in half. Yeah. <laughs> And so. then it came in, you know, that, that silence, and then it came in with the classic Star Wars just roar Rumble. of everything blowing up. And that did let me down a little bit, because and that wasn't part of the movie. That was the theater. They didn't have, you know, the volume cranked up <laughs> like you should watch every Star yeah. Wars movie. So, you know, it wasn't shaking the walls or anything like it should have been. Yeah. But, you know, that's on the theater. That's not so much, mm-hmm. you know, the actual movie. Mm-hmm. So we could round out um, our 
feelings on how the plot kind of fell short of, mm-hmm. of almost what we were expecting is like, where is the end of this story going? Yeah, it wrapped up everything within a good half hour, but it's like, I feel like we're just going in circles. The First Order, like, they're still there. Kylo Ren has apparently gone full evil, even though there's been conflict within him the entire time. Mm-hmm. And just like, just because Ray didn't take his hand, he is like, yep. I am completely evil now. And it's like, where's the story going? Yeah, dude, was it? Out of all of the events that happened in the movie, and I just, as you're saying that, I just realized this, it's basically like a television sitcom where no matter what happens, it kind of ended up the exact same as where they started. The yes, movie. yeah. And there's minor stuff here and there with, oh, you I see know. what you're saying now, <laughs> circling around, okay. Yeah. It, it wasn't latching in my head at first, but I, I've got you now. Yeah. yeah, I mean, the main characters are, are there. There's a, a few deaths along the way, notable. Um, you know, we don't want to totally ruin it, so we might just keep those under wraps here. <laughs> But for the most part, I mean, it, it's Kylo Ren and Rey, the two main characters of the last one. They're still enemies, they're still alive, and they're still trying to kill each other. Yep. So, yeah. and, the rest and, of, and the resistance is just barely hanging on to some as always. weird hope that's <laughs> as, out there. Yeah. As always, it's a new hope. Yep. <laughs> Old hope. <this> is- <laughs> and mentioning about, you know, where the story is going, we know for sure we're getting another one. Are we sure if there's going to be another three more after that? Because I remember hearing at least a rumor that there's well, going to be three more I, after this this trilogy that we're currently in. People are saying it's going to be a whole new six, just like... Yeah, I think because the way I heard it was there's two sets of trilogies. Okay, okay so yep. this third this, this this trilogy will end in the next movie on the ninth one. Mm-hmm. Yes. Is the idea. And then the next would be like trilogy would 10, be 11, like 12. taking new character some from somewhere yep and okay yeah yeah because i'm trying to think how we're going to wrap this story up you know in the, in the ninth one because mm-hmm. i think ben and i agreed on this point that this movie feels kind of like a, a stepping block a sort a stepping stone mm-hmm. um you it's, know for the a build up for the ninth movie in terms of yeah. you know information I, I forgot we talked about that yes i i think 100 that it this movie wasn't so much about its own plot necessarily, but more of it was about setup for the next several movies, and I think it, if we look at it that way, I think it, they did that fantastic. Okay, and then this is <laughs> where <laughs> I split off from the road. <laughs> we should almost have this podcast again after the ninth one and see if Nolan's opinion. I am one hundred percent okay with that. Yeah, I, I I would agree to doing that. I would Mark agree down. to do But right now we're in this moment. Right now we just saw it today. So we can, in this we, moment, I think <laughs> your idea, your opinions are validated. Yeah. I think it's. A good opinion to have in this moment because mm-hmm. we don't know. Mm-hmm. And this is a good transition into our next, you know, bad aspect of, of the film. Um, and a lot of our conversation has kind of drummed around this topic is the character buy-in is what I like to call it. Um, so let's back up a few steps. I really enjoy episode five because the character development and like questions are like questions are answered when it comes to the relationship of Darth Vader and Luke. Mm-hmm. Um, where Darth Sidious sits in this whole thing. You know what I mean? Which one is Darth Sidious? Empire? Does that sound the Emperor? The, em- Emperor? the Emperor Palpatine. Oh, Palpatine. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I couldn't remember they were the same. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But questions are answered in that. Because a lot of questions come out of A New Hope. And I feel like the middle of a trilogy should really start to give some answers on big questions. Right. With who is Snoke? That's true. Like, yeah, I was I hoping we who were who were Ray's parents? Like the things that they built up in Episode Seven. We'll a lot of Ray's us, parents, in a second. Yeah, a yeah. lot of us were like, we want some answers. Give us something to understand mm-hmm. where this is going. And that's why I was, I was so excited for it. I came out 
I was happy, but I was not as happy as I wanted to be after this film. Give us some hope for answers. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Kyle, get out of yeah, here. Side <laughs> note on the hope thing, I just realized it a little bit ago. Did anyone else pick up on how kind of campy it was that they were talking about hope a lot? The entire time. They Honestly, did. I never picked up on it. Yeah, but they did that. You know, I understand the point of what they talk about in Rogue One. They said, oh, what, you know, there's something about, you know, what is this? Oh, it's hope, you know, that sort of yeah. thing. That's fine because that's the lead into A New Hope. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. But this one, they talked about it just kind of, it was kind of hokey, and they talked about, you know, how hope is, uh, I can't, I can't even remember. spark. They said it's a spark to light the fire mm-hmm. of the rebellion. But um, it was something like that just all the time, and I kind of got tired of hearing about yeah. the hope thing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. I just had to throw I, that in there because no, I got reminded of it. I totally agree. So, yeah. let's talk about the actual character buy-in when I was talking about questions. Okay, so, Leia and Kylo relationship. Let's talk about the scene where Kylo's in his TIE fighter, looking at the bridge, and he's about to shoot his missile to blow it up, which he knows his mother, Leia, is in. Takes the hand off the trigger, but another stormtrooper does blow it up. I think we should mention the fact that they were sensing each other through the fourth. At least I got Mm -hmm. that vibe. I'm not sure if you guys got that, but I got the sense of, uh, you know, they were sensing each other through the fourth, and they could almost, Leia was just sitting in the ship, and she was like, Almost thinking about the fact, you're just thinking about the fact that her son is about to blow her up mm-hmm. um, for the sake of his gold, I guess, if you will. For her right? being another, and it was, yeah, it was another his... one of those kind of quiet moments, and they kind of just shifted back and forth between shots of them just kind of being in that pondering. emotional state, uh-huh. and then two tie fighters just swoop in and blow it up. Yep, yep, yep. Now, now, <laughs> I don't know who wants to talk about their opinion about this first. It's up to you guys. Opinion. about this whole scene because I don't know if I, I talked about it but I don't know if you guys remember so okay well I kind of know where you're going with this and I guess I'll just go okay go ahead um, what did you, you know, think about it like during that ex- exact scene or when, overall when Leia was in space oh, oh, we're, oh okay. Okay. Well, I was going a totally different direction okay, okay. sorry sorry, okay, sorry. Okay, okay, we should okay. definitely get into that yeah no one get into it. is totally stuck on this thing that in that explosion, Leia gets kind of thrust out into space. And it's, I mean, it wasn't that long. It was a minute or two, three minutes Well, and it's hard to tell, too, because with the movie, they're bouncing back between scenes that could overlap. But we're going to uh, get to that. Yeah, that's very true. That's very so, true. about a minute or two. And, you know, she's kind of uh, knocked out from the blast or something like that. And it shows her, she kind of twitches. Her fingers ba- start twitching Back awake, yeah. And then she ends up somehow, like, force-pulling herself up in you know to the cruiser mm-hmm. and is ended up saved and she was in some sort of ICU thing for a little while and then she turned out to be fine. Well, I I don't see that as improbable. Really. I don't see it as improbable, but I see it as a bit far fetched for my liking at least. Yeah. Okay. I, mean, I do see it as being a probable situation mm-hmm. in the Star Wars universe, but in that moment watching that scene for me, it just felt weird yeah it felt a bit far-fetched yes. that she would just kind of start twitching and, and then like i don't have a problem in. with surviving in space i think that's i mean okay i think that's perfectly fine a minute or two whatever mm-hmm. but my i kind of have a problem with how she just miraculously knows the force and can just use it like yeah that. while she's like halfway unconscious it's, yeah. in it's, space <laughs> right well it's well known that she's force sensitive it's that's been that's a given. She's, she's a Skywalker. Well, yeah, of course. Mm-hmm. And so and they've shown that, her communication with Luke um, mm-hmm. and that sort of thing. 
but just and even if she did learn to control, you know, her, her her the force a little bit, I just it never showed that, and so it's just and kind of killed this moment. Well, yeah, it never showed yeah. her learning how the development of that. It just all of a sudden she could just reach an arm out <laughs> and pull herself towards the ship, and yeah. I'm like, I don't have a problem with the space thing. That's kind of what. I have a problem with a little bit. And okay. it's not far-fetched either, given Star Wars, but mm-hmm. it never talked about that she, you know, can do worse yeah. things. <laughs> well, okay, so since talk, since talking to you guys and, you know, understanding points, I'm getting past the whole surviving in space thing. To me, it's more of a, a more of a character buy-in, like I said before, is that I think Leia should have died. She oh, should yeah, have died. I'm with you on that. I'm, because I think we're all on the same page. Because she because came the, back and it was almost awkward. Uh huh. And like the conflict that Kylo Ren had about like should I shoot this missile or not? He doesn't shoot it, but another another stormtrooper does. I feel like if she died, it would add more to the conflict. Like his quote unquote weakness was gone, just like Han, who passed away in Episode Seven. Mm-hmm. Like it would have added Spoiler to that conflict. Right that, well, if I'm Hopefully sure people have seen that. Episode, <laughs> um, but it's like. It, I feel like it just should have happened because it would have added more of of a viewer buy-in as long as uh, 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 yeah but she should have died yeah. it just it should have happened I'm, and I am agreeing here that she should have uh, died but you mentioned it being adding taking away some conflict or it would have been added conflict had she died maybe it'll add conflict by her being alive since it's his weakness that is still alive now that's true because so it talked if, about that how. Kylo Ren was talking about killing his parents, and it you know talked about how mm-hmm. he didn't necessarily have a problem with them. He didn't hate them. The no, he reason... just wanted to get rid of that weakness, so he didn't really have that baggage, if you will, essentially yeah. that mm-hmm. that threat hanging over his head that someone could use on him. Essentially, you know, he could feel that emotion. It is his mom. Like he has that emotional connection. And with you his saw mom. that when he hesitated to shoot. Yeah, and... and so now that she's still alive, I feel like this could be more conflict going forward. Someone might be able to know, um, what was the red-haired general's name? I don't remember. General Hux? Yeah, for the uh, First Order. Yep. Mm-hmm. I can see him, now that we're talking about it, I can see him using Leia to, you know, get something out of Kylo. Of yeah, because he's kind of jerked that Kylo Ren just kind of swooped mm-hmm. in. Yeah. They're, they're both yeah. kind of fighting for that power right now, yeah. it seems like. Right. And I mean, he's you know he's not like a Sith or anything like that, so he obviously has no control yeah. over Kylo Ren. He's not his master or anything. But so yeah, I, I now that you say that, that's that's a good call. And since since he doesn't have that power, mm-hmm. what he does have is his mom. Yeah, you got some leverage. Okay, well, all right. I guess you're raising some questions in my mind, but still, I disagree. <laughs> We're I, gonna turn you. <laughs> no, I still disagree with all that. Um, <laughs> with, with with how it happened. Okay, so moving more forward, just about the character buy-in thing. Um, we talked a little bit about it, just like the subplot. I feel like they really let down Finn as a character. I feel like he was just some... He didn't accomplish anything. He was just some, like, laughable... I mean, there was nothing that was like, Finn is cool. He just yeah. was not cool in this movie. Wasn't necessarily laughable, but just like, he just kind of existed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, he did a few things, but it wasn't like... Mm-hmm. It wasn't like the last movie where he played a pretty major part yeah. um, in the movie. He was just kind of like... He's just there. Yeah. And I'm wondering if that has something to do with going forward. Again, I, I can't yeah. keep, keep coming back to that point of going forward, but, like, maybe it is. Maybe it is something mm-hmm. with the fact that they didn't want to touch on too much because there's going to be something But see, I still have forward. an issue with that. This is the second episode in the trilogy. Questions. This is the second episode in the trilogy. They should have been able to capitalize on some opportunity. Because, you know, 
it's not like he was totally absent. He did do mm-hmm. things, little things along the way, but he wasn't doing main character level stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's the problem. Yep. He got knocked down yeah. more to like a, a just a He was kind of a secondary character, really. Yeah. Yeah. In this um, movie, yeah. Yeah, and and oh yeah, that's true on the little side stuff when they were off on like the the uh, the other planet with the uh Gamblers. like the gambling city kind mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. got the Vegas kind of feel to it. Yeah. The stuff he did do kind of turned out to be of of no consequence mm-hmm. to the movie. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, okay. I just I just realized that just now. Yeah. You know, I was about to... Sh- now I was going to shoot anyone down, but I was going to say, like, well, he, he did do some things. I'm like, yeah, wait a second. He did stuff, <laughs> no, he like, didn't. Everything just, he did didn't work out. <laughs> yeah, it was just like he was doing stuff just to uh, be in the movie almost. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah. Okay. Oh, he did defeat uh, Captain Phasma. That's Which, true. I guess we could talk about Phasma now. Okay. Um, no, that was a good transition. Uh, Thank you. No, that would so, be a good transition. Yeah. Chrome lady. <laughs> Chrome gnome. Yeah. That's what he called it. Um, I mean... Along the lines of just, I do want to get that. along along the lines of just like letting characters down. I mean, I know there's a lot of canon story out there that focus on Phasma, but fans of the Star Wars universe, which you know particularly stick to the movies, mm-hmm. you, we know nothing about Phasma, and she shows up. We actually see her shoot a gun and do something and fight, but then like nothing becomes of her character mm-hmm. at yeah, all. Yeah, she just I, well we. Ass- well, you kind of have to look at Star Wars. You can't really assume anyone's dead unless you see them dead. <laughs> That's, That's true. That's true. Um, that is very true. <laughs> I was kind of disappointed when he, he hit her with the laser thing. I don't know what it was. The, yeah, the weird laser sword. Yeah. yeah. Um, thing. It kind of like cracked the helmet. You saw an eye in there, you know. And I was kind of disappointed we didn't see who it was. Oh, yeah. Because I had this kind of, I had this kind of suspicion. And I didn't know if we were going to see it in this movie or not. I kind of didn't really expect to. But I thought that Captain Phasma was going to turn out to be someone important. Mm. Either someone from the past, possibly, or... Someone recent. Someone recent, or someone... Maybe it's a new character, but related to someone somehow. Yeah. yeah. Because they, in the last movie, they, The Force Awakens, they really kind of played... It wasn't. She wasn't ever a main character, but there seemed to be too much limelight on this character yep. to not go anywhere. Yep. And a lot of times they almost give hints to like the way the interactions are between Finn and Phasma. There's something there, but nothing there is. is ever given. Well, and I think that probably that goes back to Finn being originally Finn was a stormtrooper, right? Yep. Yeah. He was originally stormtrooper. So I think part of that is that, but it does feel like more than that to me. And then, like you said, it feels more than just the fact that. Finn was originally a stormtrooper. Feels more. There's some kind of funky relationship thing there, but right. maybe yeah. maybe we're looking into it too deep. It seems like there was. But a, they. It seemed like they talked about it way too much to not have something to do with it in the yeah. Star Wars world because that's yep. just how Star Wars is. Yep. Mm-hmm. And I'll be kind of let down if it turns into just nothing. Just, uh-huh. yeah, even if it's was, something yeah. just mentioned later on, like I guess that would be better than not. Yeah, yeah. even if they yeah. mentioned like, oh, by the, you know, by the way, Captain Phasma's parents were yeah, you know, so they have somebody some sort that we of know. Maybe a flashback or something like that mm-hmm. that would take care of that. That would make me happy. Yep, I agree. <laughs> I agree. Um, okay, so we'll, we'll touch on the big one last when it comes to characters, but second to not uh, second to last would be Snoke. Um, so are you moving on with What would be Snoke? So yeah, we're um, going to Snoke. We'll hit that. We got we one talk- more to finish. Yeah. I'm jumping yeah. the gun here. When, I'm sorry. <laughs> when we talked about uh, the the really well done conflict between Kylo Ren, Rey, and Snoke, that was the big time that we really got subjected to Snoke. Like this is who he is. He's obviously very powerful with the dark side of the Force, um, but. 
Kylo just kills him. What all the There's no of... answers to anything of who Snoke is, yeah, yeah. why he's who there. Who is he? Who is this dude? I guess he just it, up and... I mean, it, it's not necessarily out of the question that they'll revisit that. Mm-hmm. But I the I love how he died, how he was killed, but it still seemed kind of lackluster. Mm-hmm. I wasn't expecting him to die there. Yep. Wow. And, you know, I mean, I guess... I mean, the... coming up to it, you could kind of see it. But, like, before this movie, like, before going into the movie, yeah, I had was not expecting him. I was not him. expecting him to die in this no. movie. Uh-uh. No. I mean, the Emperor lasted multiple movies. Yep. Three. Yeah, yeah. he lasted all yep. three. All three. All three. Very he end. didn't last Six. them, but he was in all three. Mm-hmm. And, and um, I was not expecting that. Yeah, I was definitely expecting at least some mention of an idea of who uh, Snoke could be. Um, Because that was huge, a huge controversy on the internet. I saw that. Yeah, I remember seeing lots of uh, That was probably above all else that I saw. Yeah. Well, that's that's the problem I have with this movie so much is that they gear up all these questions and they don't don't do anything. Yeah, they didn't answer half of them. Well, supposedly they answered one of the other big ones, but I don't think they did. I don't think so. But we'll move on to that later. Well, e- either they didn't answer it, and I might be okay with it, or they did answer it, and I'm just pissed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't think they did. Okay, okay. Okay, well, we might as well move on. Anyways, talk this much Snoke is such a weird character, but, okay, you guys are really big on this, and you guys have a theory behind us, so I'll let you guys take this I one. do. I think I was the one that thought it up. But uh, my feelings here is that Ray's parents, or Ray and Kylo, are brother-sister, and so, therefore, Ray's parents would be Leia and Han. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, the ba- the baseline for this is that the question of who Ray's parents are was slash was not answered. Mm-hmm. What was that? The the basis of like why we're talking Where about this. The overall question from? is who's Ray's parents? Yeah, and, yeah, and yeah. Okay. If or if not, it, it was answered in this movie. Yeah, I personally watching the movie, the well, first and foremost, the connection through the Force that. Kylo and Rey shared was one of the first things I noticed. And then also the fact that their relationship to each other just, it almost feels brother-sister They have to a me. connection, kind it of, It yeah. felt like there, and again, the same way with uh, Finn and Captain Phasma, it just feels like there's something else there that we haven't been brought to yet. And that's the basis for why I'm believing that Leia and Han are the parents and not, because I think there was a theory that Luke was possibly her father. Maybe. And that was, but that was still keep her in the family. But I'm, I'm, I, I think don't know. They, I'm feeling brother, sister. The course of events that happened in this movie, if Luke was her father, I feel like it would have been said already. Yeah. But, you know, in talking about that, Kyle, I was going to comment on, you know, uh, Han and Leia would be kind of a first choice for uh, parents of Rey. But then I was thinking, then why would she be out on Jakku all by herself? That's true. How does that line up? But I was thinking, what if only one of them is her parent? You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? And there's still a sibling, half-sibling of Kylo Ren. Oh, but one of them. I see. I see. Yeah, well, I I guess, especially on Jakku, would probably be Han. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Let's be honest here. True. (laughs) (laughs) Do we know anything about their age? So I'm just thinking about how old they are. Not like which one's exactly. older if they're because they look about the same age. Yeah, the, I so, think it's assumed that they're roughly the same mm-hmm. age. If that's the case, that could be in some weird things there. But yeah, I did just want to mention that theory. I feel yeah. pretty strongly about mm-hmm. because I know that's been a question people have been asking. Is you know who who raised parents? So yeah. That's one of the mm-hmm. questions. Yeah. 
that had been asked. Well, you're and pretty strong so, on them being Kylo and Ray being at least, related. If not somehow. brother sister, then at least like cousins of some sort, right. some kind of sibling. Now, I'm not as strong on that as you are, but I think because it talked about supposedly Kylo said, you know, talked about her heritage and said that your parents were nothing; they were just poor and they were buried poor. Their dad yeah. was buried poor. So they offered. Uh, drinking money. And right. And, you know, as big of a buildup as her parents have been, I think he's totally full of crap. And they don't address that. You know, they make it kind of seem like he's serious, but you can't tell if he's just trying mm-hmm. to, you know, mess with her mind or something. I think he is. I I do not think one bit that that yeah. explanation of her heritage is, is uh, true. Yeah. And, you know, I, I, I think... I agree more with Ben in this point just because his his thoughts are more overall of the entire thing. Like, nobody knows, but I'm still just upset. Like, I cannot get over the wall when it comes to the question wasn't answered to yeah. any extent. Not directly. Not directly, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and we still don't know for sure if it was, even. Yeah. Um, okay, yeah, totally agreed. Okay, so we got to wrap this up. We're running a little bit long, yeah. but, I mean... We we kind of we that's kind of expect an amazing guest. <laughs> yeah, that's true. We, we have um, we uh, you know kind of expected it to happen, but that's okay. It so always happens. Um, <laughs> so we have two more points when it comes to the bad aspect, and they're going to be kind of short. So forced humor. We kind of talked about this a little bit, and we feel like the way they implemented humor in this, certain parts were you know what it makes sense, but also it takes us back to the re-release of the originals where the CGI and weird, stupid humor was put in that kind of detracted from either serious moments or, you know, what could have been happening at that point. Well, and not to mention that, it brings back to the last movie, too. I felt that there was a fourth... I remember watching that with you guys, and I think we said the same comment leaving that movie, too. It felt like there was a lot of forced humor, a little bit unnecessary humor in that, Mm -hmm. too. Yeah, and this one definitely had more of it. There were... It would totally cut to a different character just for a corny one-liner. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I just, I don't need that. Yep. And, you know, and the I, Star Wars were always just a little bit goofy and, you know, yeah, there's there funny stuff, funny stuff here stuff. and there, but it wasn't forced yep. like this one is. They were trying too hard to make it yep. funny and, and kind of failed. They really lost me at the end when, you know, it was it was still like thin air, like cut 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 with the lightsaber air of the, like the, the fight between um, Luke and Kylo. And they shoot him with a whole bunch of lasers. And then he comes out of the blast and just rubs his shoulder. Just like like, kind of brushes off yeah. a little dust from his shoulder. I'm like, that was terrible. Nope, nope. Cut that out. <laughs> Cut that out. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Kyle. Did you have something to say before we move on? No. Okay. Actually, I don't know. Okay. <laughs> I don't remember what it was now. <laughs> okay. All right. So, uh, last point is that when I know we talked about this when it came to Episode 7 as well. There are certain points in this movie where it just felt like it wasn't individual to this movie. It was a carbon copy of certain aspects of especially Empire Strikes Back. So when we think of like Crete, well, best movie ever, Empire Strikes Back. Yeah, okay. But when it comes to Crete, the mineral planet that the Resistance resided on after everything, I mean, that was almost picturesque of Hoth. I, I, I missed the name of the planet when you know they were talking about going to it, and they landed and they were looking out. They're in the these white trenches, yes. you know, and I saw little what appeared to be snowflakes coming and down. And they had those cannons, the land cannons. Yeah, I thought it was Hoth, and then Same. you know, I found out very shortly that it was not Hoth. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it it, was, it looked exactly like it. And they had the ATSTs, like yeah, yeah. The, and I totally yeah, the missed the walkers. whole yep. name of the uh, planet that they were going to as well. And so I originally thought it was Hoth as well until the one guy started walking, and it was just. 
red. It looks like mm-hmm. blood. Because the, the, the guy like licks it and finds mine, out it's salt. So we realized then. I, that's when I realized mm-hmm. that yeah. they were not hot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But it was hard to tell there for a minute or two. Mm-hmm. Um, but as far as being a carbon copy, I don't necessarily agree with that because there were some aspects that were the same. But at least there wasn't another Death Star. Oh, yeah. Like in true. The Force <laughs> Awakens. Like, really, guys? Star come killer base. On. <laughs> yeah. Well, the third I, one. I also think what helps to make it not too much a carbon copy is the fact that we originally made the idea, the point that the plot felt random stream of events. Yeah. And so, had it been more of a carbon copy, I think the plot would have been a bit more set in stone, like mm-hmm. um, Empire Strikes Back. Yeah. Whereas this one, since it was just a bunch of seemingly random events tying together in the end it felt less like a carbon copy to me anyways. yeah 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 i agree um and well I, I think a part of an aspect that kind of plays into this too is that like because we didn't really know where the story was going or where this is going to end it felt kind of weird to see the same scenes from empire strikes back in this film too where it was just like yeah it that's didn't true. feel like we know where the story is going but it felt like we were on hoth again so it was like what's going on so yeah <laughs> You know, um, where's the the speeders wrapping up the legs of the? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So, okay, cool. So I think um, I think you know, as far for this episode, I think we really covered the major points. The major so. points that we wanted to cover, at least, yeah, I think yeah. we got. Yeah, and you know, it's a, a pretty good guide for whoever's you know, <laughs> yeah, going I, to the movie the, for the the average to slightly advanced Star Wars enthusiast. <laughs> Um, yes, because I, I definitely think, I think hit the average because I'm not the uh, right. I wouldn't say average. we even. I wouldn't even say we're advanced because we no. couldn't pinpoint certain, you know, one-off characters. That's true. Yeah, you're right. But you're anyway, right. it was it, it was it was good, and you know, it's been a wrap. It's been awesome to have Kyle on. Thank you guys so much for listening to Young Nostalgia this week as we continue um, our journey through retro pop culture. And uh, it's, it's a little bit of a longer episode, but uh, you know, it's something that we're passionate about and that we uh, love to talk about and you know, kind of share with you our thoughts of this whole new generation of star wars and uh, as we wrap up again we want to talk about cozy knits by emily our longtime listener um real big stitch that's r-e-e-l real big stitch on etsy started back in 2014 making handcrafted knitted goods including including beanies scarves reusable coffee sleeves and even pet accessories all in your choice of colors throughout checkout and throughout december use code young nostalgia all uppercase no spaces. That's Young Nostalgia, all uppercase, no spaces, and you'll get 10% off your entire order at Real Big Stitch Cozy Knits. Um, as always, if you enjoy what you hear and uh, want to keep on listening and giving us some feedback, leave a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen, including Spotify, Podbean, Google Play, and iTunes. So if you got a future topic or would like to be a guest, give Ben and I an email at youngnostalgia2017 at gmail.com or if you have any personal feedback with this episode or anything else, give us an email and we love to hear anything um, that, that you'd like to give us to help us improve. So without further ado, anything else, Kyle? Uh, no, I just want to thank you all for uh, letting me be on the show. I actually really enjoyed it. It was really fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, well anytime I'm again. hanging out with you two, it's a good time. <laughs> but uh, you know, my first podcast, I think it's a good time. I'd love to be on again. Hopefully, we can do it again here soon enough. Yeah, dude. Yeah, we, we loved it, man. We'll have to figure it out. Do yeah. a Harry Potter one, maybe. No, Ooh, I think that would be that amazing. Would, yeah, that'd be a good one. Yeah, Something that's in one, your yeah. ballpark. Yeah. You could. You could talk. Mean. You could talk to us about it. We'll <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Ben, how about you, big guy? Um. You know, I think we covered everything, but 
We, oh, we do need to talk about uh, coming up through the holidays. We will be off for a week over Christmas. Yes. Um, so don't freak out. We will be coming back. Yes. <laughs> uh, we're just going to take Christmas off. Um, so this isn't th- the last episode. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it is the last Jedi, unless they find another one. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, <That was> terrible. <laughs> sorry. Episode five is the best, no doubt. Um, thank you guys so much for listening, um, and we wish you a very safe, happy, and fun um, Christmas as well as a New Year's coming up. So, as we always say, you on Young Nostalgia, keep the bottles empty and the ashtrays full. Take care, everybody. <laughs>